Hello everyone and welcome to the Power Nine Podcast. My name is Mika. I'm one of your hosts alongside the future bro, Alfie Amput. Hey guys. Yeah, that was a very like lazy like point. Like you <laughs> the future bro. Future bro. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, so yeah, how are you doing this week? Uh, well, I got hit by a sore throat because I tried casting on Wednesday. Oh yeah. So I, now you know it's not. It's I did not an easy job. I did a right? super hype caster type of casting. You know. Like, wow! Holy it? shit! Wow! And uh, yeah, don't, I I should not do that. Yeah, this is not a. Well, th- that's the thing. Like, I I found the rhythm for me to do the casting. So I think I'm going to give up Wednesday nights. Yeah. Uh, you guys have to take over. I'll take over. It's okay. Yeah. I like. I love casting. You love casting, but you have no idea what's going on in modern. So. But we're going to cast Smodern now. Smodern. That's why I call it Smodern. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> then I will know what's happening. St- standard modern, right? Uh, anyway, yeah, we will, we're just probably going to move away from the uh, the modern. modern. Yeah. Uh, because we we've done all the matches, like there's not a lot of innovation that we've seen. Yeah, so everyone's we have we see the same guys like every day playing the same decks, like shit. Yeah, so we're gonna do postmodern. But anyway, more more about that later on in the show. Uh, let's let's um. Yeah, let's start the show. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you're listening or if you're watching, just, yeah, if you're just listening, you can watch us. You can go on down to youtube.com. Otherwise, you can just catch every episode. Uh, the latest episodes on power9podcast.com or mtgcast.com on iTunes. So let's get on with the show. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, That's the end of the show. Did you say wait. something like, let's do every episode, we start with our weekend magic? Uh, something like that. Do we do weekend magic? Okay. So I want to <laughs> do uh, user comments first. Alright, let's go. Let's, through. Do, let's do a user comment. Let's let's mix things up. Oh man, man. Go crazy. Let's get jiggy with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> let's mix things up. Uh, this week I had a very long uh we had a very long uh user comment by our favorite commenter. Uh you're the only commenter, that's why you're our favorite. Yeah. Uh but no there were there are a few guys who commented on the Modern is Dead episode. Mm. And um, clearly, there's no objection to it. So modern is clearly that you all agree with us, very, very clearly. So yeah, either that or our points were just really good. So just convince oh, yeah. them. All fifty of you. <laughs> all fifty of you. <laughs> I mean, all ten of you. Uh, all right. So um, yeah, Brenla. Okay, you feel famous. Thank you for reading my comment. I feel famous. I started playing MTG during Return to Ravnica, so 2012 and a little bit when I was a real little kid. I have never been interested in playing modern. Reasons being, I'm perfectly happy with going to pre-releases, drafts, commander and cubes. Not to mention standard. I find deck building as somewhat of an enjoyable challenge that isn't very rewarding, as in I don't find myself winning very much. Ha <laughs> ha Hey, isn't that was can you not relate to that? I can completely relate. <laughs> uh so it goes on. Maybe we'll we'll do this as a topic next time. How often do each of you guys sit down and play each format? What's your favorite way to play? Is Frontier gaining momentum in Singapore? And I have some friends that are interested. Um 
Well, and discuss, yeah, and we, that's well, what that's, we're that's be. gonna be today's episode. Yeah, that's actually gonna be today's episode, but uh, we'll talk about that in a while. Uh, so thank you for your comments. If yeah, you want yeah. your comments read out during the show, do um, do let us know and let us know whether we should put the comments at the end so that like you will have to listen to the entire show and then like oh okay they read out my comments at the end of the episode. So our our like stats. I don't know. I think it kind of kind of uh, depends on the comment. Yeah, maybe. Then our stats would show like people watch the the very end. Oh, you know, they watch. It looks like they watch <laughs> the entire show. Anyway, uh, cheating, also, right? also something that I want to I want to uh, amend myself about last week. Okay. So um, uh, I want to correct that the what's that blood hall priest right. It will trigger if you use Bumat Korea. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. discarding is part of the cost. I thought this. I thought discarding your entire hand was part of the effect. Oh man, it's a cost. Yeah, it's part of the cost. So, uh, yeah, my bad. You discard your entire hand, and then all that you put the. Uh, the so much for the mana drains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deserve my mana drains. Anyway, uh, for those of you who did not catch it, and uh, we're correcting it for you anyway. Okay, mm. so. We start off traditionally. We start off each show with our week in magic. Oh yeah! So Alfian, what would you? Do? I tried to do the sound, but I saw it. Anyway, blick, blick. anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, we had an episode that was very similar to this in Porto. Uh, one of my friends flew in from Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wekyong, and he tried to. He came on the episode, so but that day itself, he started losing his voice for no apparent reason. It's not like we were shouting or anything. Yeah, he yeah. just lost his voice. And so he came on the show and said, like, <laughs> 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 So yeah. No. yeah <laughs> I, I, lost, I lost my voice yesterday. You, you hear my voice, it was so cool. <laughs> I, uh, I sound like a Batman. A Batman. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, because <clears throat> I wanted to play PBQ yesterday, actually. Because okay. I thought after the the my my zero three record at FNM the the day before, mm-hmm. actually I realized like a lot of things on the deck. Like I was keeping heads to, I was not mulliganing liberally enough. Yeah, I think this. Uh, and you were playing. You gotta explain like what deck you're playing. Yeah. Okay. With. Okay. So basically, uh, I against Bent. I was playing against Sultai Aldrazi, one of the new fresh upcoming. Uh, standard decks Wow cool It had this really cool curve Like this Conduit into Thought Knot Into Virus Kill Hulk Into Haha You Die Yeah So I think My I had to keep hands I had to keep a hand With like With like a, With like maybe Nerd Ape uh, Key to the City Or Smuggles Copter Into Disintegration To handle their drops Uh huh Yeah But so so uh, and uh, I realize against specific matchups you have to keep like very specific hands with this deck. It's possible, yeah. So most, I think most of the matchups you can keep. Uh, there are okay. So there are certain combinations of cards in hand that you can keep. So for example, if you got Key to the City and Lupine Prototype, then I think that's a keeper. Yeah, like with yeah. enough lands, two lands. Uh, if then then there are the matches where. Like if you do see specific matches, you have to keep a certain set of cards. You need X number of creatures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like especially if you play against uh, blue white. Yeah. Then uh, or like some version with white with, that you know has removals, then you definitely want to keep a hand with more with creatures. More yeah. creatures yeah. because that's the only way you're you're getting in the damage. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, I realized that my past mentality, my mentality from like other decks, like. 
keeping hands. I need to keep like seven, six yeah. or seven cards, right? But then I realized that the more I, but then uh, my wife, a wife, my wife, my good friend Chun Hao, he mm-hmm. told me that when playing an aggro deck, you typically will only see fifteen cards, so you better give, you better keep a good hand. Yeah, that's, so that's then I think the thing about it, oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Vintage Okay so In comparison to vintage I think this format is uh, Really fast Or has gotten very Fast mm. So your opening 7 Really needs to be The one that wins you the game Or 6 Or the 6 Or 5 <coughs> Or 4 Yeah this, <laughs> These cards need to win you the game Because If you don't You know If you're banking on uh, You're gonna draw this land Maybe I, You know If yeah. I draw this third land Or Maybe my opponent's got a slow hand or you just keep a do-nothing hand. You're going to lose the game because you're not going to get past like, you know, seven, eight draws um, yeah. in the game. Like, And even if you do, uh, you get to that seventh or eighth draw, it's too late. Yeah. I also learned that Smoldering Marsh and Forbidden Ruins is not a keep. Uh, Yeah, mm. for sure. Although in, in some cases it yeah, is, some like, cases maybe it is, you but. believe hard enough. Maybe you have a nut ape and then like you have a key and you're like, okay, I think this could work out even if I don't draw a land. No, it's too slow. Oh yeah, it's too. It's slow. too slow. Oh, well. It's way too slow. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like we have that mentality. Like yeah. oh, if I draw this land, and especially if you're playing this deck, this deck is you know easy to go hell bend. Like you need to go hell bend for this yeah. deck to work very very well. Well, in in before strategies, they just mount to four and like you know hell bend yeah. hell bend turn two woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, turn, two, turn 2 drop the wolf and then turn 3 start attacking with a 5-5 five, five. with Woo! unblockable yeah. oh yeah with unblockable like yay. and then like fire temper your face boosh yeah oh it's so good Feel, feels good right yeah I think I got a hang I think I got a hang of the dad I understand the mentality now I just need to get in some practice games later on yeah that's that's good at least for the best I got sore throat I didn't go to the PPTQ anyway yeah, Upon, don't, waste, don't waste your cash man like, yeah. I think a bit more practice this deck is this deck is a, uh, it's uh, it's a competitor, yeah. definitely. Hmm. Could have been, could have been. I'm, I'm still. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you later on. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll consult you later on on specific matchups. But for now, I think I'd like to say that this deck pretty good actually. I just need to learn how to use it. It feels, it feels powerful. It right? feels like, powerful, but I just need to know what hands to keep. Yeah, I think yeah. that's important. Like even yesterday when I was playing Standard Showdown. Uh, I lost the last game because I think I just kept dumb hands. Yeah. Like, I, I know I mulligan very aggressively, but even at the end of a mulligan, like, uh, I made... Okay, so, no, I didn't keep dumb hands, but I made bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, and because I kept pushing, because in my head, I was like, okay, you got to be aggressive, be aggressive, be aggressive, be aggressive. <laughs> and sometimes you just forget that, okay, there's the tactical play. Uh-huh. There's the much much needed tactical play, which is, oh, the guy drops the Everson. Now I kill your, now I kill your dude. You mm. know, instead of getting blown out in uh, both situations. So, uh, it's very, the deck is very intricate. Like it's not, it's not the. There's this hidden layer of. Yeah, before you go hell band, right? There's so many decisions and there's yeah. so many, possibly unintuitive plays that you have to do. Like if you have, your lupine prototype. Huh? Uh, and like you have one card in hand which is unlicensed disintegration do you just use unlicensed disintegration sometimes yes yeah. but sometimes no uh, so you have got to be smart about that another thing I note another thing uh, this is what's actually not 
Another thing, uh, this was actually a, a technical a misplay on my part. Mm-hmm. I was playing against a uh, black green uh, Eternal Marvel. Yeah. Okay, so I had lost Legacy in hand. He was at three. He was at four mana. I was gonna. I was. I was like close to kill. He was at ten or something. Okay. I was like, okay, We're over here. I have. I had killed a city and two disintegrations in my hand. Okay. And like, uh, I don't know why I had. I think I was like, uh, a, a scrounger. Okay. So in my head, in my head, I was thinking, okay, Mick told me I should take out the Shkana first with Lost Legacy. Right. So I lost Legacy to Shkana. Okay. True enough. Yet the Shkana was gonna draw turn five. Okay. So that that goes. So then he marvelled. Then he top decked the Marvel, attuned, and got into Emrakul. Oh man! Which, which which had me thinking, if I left the Ishkana and instead I went from Emrakul, I could have just disintegrated that and hit through the Ishkana with the key to the city and the Shadow Challenger. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. Uh, like always go for. I think always go for Emrakul first. Like if you're going against the Black Green Delirium, yeah, go for Ishkana first. But if you go against Aetherworks Marvel. You always hit the uh, Emrakul. the Emrakul first because oh. that's the only thing that makes you lose the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ishkana is not going to do anything. Like Ishkana is just like okay, I've got lots of blockers. Yeah. Oh, but I've got key to the city. I got Lupine prototype. That's five damage a turn. Yeah, maybe, so, so maybe, maybe I misheard your instructions. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Yes. Uh, but this, I mean, I learned this last week because I lost. I lost terribly to uh to a uh, Aetherworks Marvel deck because I just give up my uh I give up a lost legacy. To yeah. try to hit, you know, to, to to try to be aggressive and just got blown out from it. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I did too. Okay. How about uh, your week in Magic? My week? Well, I got to play FNM. We got to draft. Cool. Uh, I drafted, I thought I drafted a pretty neat deck. But it turns out it wasn't that neat. Actually, it was it was kind of cool. I like the deck quite a bit. Um, But yeah, I, I seem to just keep like two landers, three landers and like... I just don't draw any more lands, and uh, feels bad, man. I I don't know. Like I, my deck had lots of two drops and lots of three drops, and I thought you know I just this thing, but somehow I just drew the only two six drops in my deck. Mm. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah. that's 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 cool. Oh well. Uh, and it happened multiple times throughout the night. So maybe I was just keeping bad hands. Maybe I was unlucky. Yeah, I think one bad habit I I really need to get rid of is how to not keep bad hands because yeah yeah that that's very important. Like I think um you know mulliganing should not be seen as the uh the the, the uh, uh penalty penalty yeah should it, say it's a privilege it's a reward yeah it's a privilege it's a reward for good play uh and then i got to play standard showdown standard showdown i wanted to brew a very weird deck i wanted to brew harness the lightning Han- uh, harness the storm deck the gain life and shit like that so just guy uh, harness the storm <laughs> just guy harness the storm so that's the one mana gain five life right yeah. Then you got like Blessed Alliance, you got Take Inventory, you got Galvanic Bombardment, then you got Harness the Storm. Oh yeah. Okay, how did and, that work out? Uh no, I did not build it. Oh. So I just ran with my black red uh, <laughs> Hellbent. Hellbent deck and it's like I felt so bad because I got paired up with uh two new, new, players. new players, yeah. Hey, bully. Yeah, I felt like a bully. Bully alert. So good. Yeah. Either. And you still did go I still lost, you know, I lost the last game. Who you lose to? Uh, I lost to who was it? Uh, well, what do you lose? Yeah, yeah. I lost against a uh, blue white flash, 
which actually is the easy one of the easier matchups. How do you play that matchup actually? Uh, you just go fast. Oh, like okay. literally, you go like <coughs> key to the city. Do you, re- you remove your creatures? Sometimes. Okay. I think you you uh in those instances you want to try bait out their spell quellers. Yeah, spell quellers. After you kill the spell quellers. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that is that is generally the way that you want to play lah. Uh, you want to go. You really want to keep a very aggressive hand against them because. You know, they go like Declaration in Stone and this thing, okay, fine, you get rid of some of my creatures, but I still got lots more creatures to come. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's one of those decks that you want to be like creature heavy. You don't yeah. want to just like die to, you know, just a single mm-hmm. removal, two double removal, and then you're just blown out. That's fair. Okay. Uh, okay, so. Enough of our rambling. Yeah. Enough about our wing magic. Let's talk about the news. Uh, last week we didn't cover it. We were supposed to cover it, but uh, GP Chiba and uh, GP Chiba. Chiba. Uh, <laughs> Mark was going. Mark went. Yeah, Mark went. He did, the, did not do. Did not even do day two. Well, he did Bro- say he played. He faced up very good players though. Excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think he like. I think he enjoyed himself. That's, that's yeah. I think no. I don't think Mark got enough practice on um on Modo mm-hmm. for the. Um, but he enjoyed himself. Yeah, he did go for the Super Sunday series for standard. How did that work out? Not good. Oh well. He lost his win and in. So wow, feels bad, man. Feels bad. Feels bad. He was playing the Madu Madu because that yeah, oh. it's a try hard deck la. It is the uh four color. <laughs> Four color Madu vehicles deck. Madu so, blue. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Why don't you just play something like simpler like blue and flash or green like delirium? It's green greenless greenless vehicles. Um but yeah, congratulations to Kentaro Yamamoto playing oh. the sneak and show deck. Oh, oh I can't say it. Turn one kill. Eh. His opponent did not oh, even oh, have oh, by the way, by the way. anything. I need to I need to say something. Hold on, hold on. Yep. I need to go on Shadowverse. There's this okay. Apparently, right? Someone, someone in uh, from Team Psy Games, right? Won oh. the won something. So on Shadowverse, no, on MTG. Okay, there's because Team Psy Games has, has their own MTG team. Yeah, no, Team Psy Games. I believe uh, sponsors Kentaro Yamamoto. Yeah. So because he won, uh-huh. all of us got free packs. Whoa! Whoa! Like, Fifteen of them. <laughs> Holy shit, thanks Kataro, you're the boss. Oh man, that is... <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> I'm so happy. Ah, uh, so easy. Just play Shadowverse, guys. Don't play after play Shadowverse, yeah. guys. Oh, it's, it's uh, created by Team Side Games, is it? Yeah, or yeah. Like the guys from Team Side Games. Oh no, it's... Uh, who's this guy? Kataro Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. He won his first tw- 2016... It does. Oh yeah, yeah. This uh, yeah, look, his look, first look, GP, look, look, look. his first GP win this year. Oh come on! And because of that, you guys get free packs. Yeah, that's bullshit. Feels that good, man. Absolute bullshit. You have to play as just jelly. Yeah, so, I, I should go. I should just go and download it right now and just get like free sixteen packs, right? Yeah, lor. <laughs> no, we can just get thirty five packs. Oh, why thirty five packs? For the tutorial, like, they get to Oh, then you get oh. Then including this, you get like sixteen more. Oh, what the hell? Play ah, free no, packs. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm lazy. Anyway, uh, 
So yeah, congrats to him. Uh, he was playing the sneak and show deck. Very cool. Um, the first game ended on turn one, which what? was amazing. What was he? How did that work? Okay, so his deck has uh, City of Traders. So he just dropped City of Traders. He did not... I thought... Okay, so I thought he had the... Um, What's that card that allows you to look at your opponent's hand? Uh, Totsis? No, no, no. Gitaxian Probe? Gitaxian Probe, yeah. I thought he went Git, Git Probe. So then I watched the replay. He didn't even have Git Probe. So he went uh, Lotus Petal. Okay. Uh, followed up by, I think, City of Traitors. Okay. Cracked the Lotus Petal for blue. Then City of Traitors for double uh, colorless. Okay. And then Show and Tell. Then looked at his opponent, who was... Uh, uh, Atsuki Kihara And then he was like Oh shit And then his opponent No fossil will Smile uh, No he didn't scoop la, So he dropped the Emraku His opponent dropped uh, I forget what his opponent dropped la, But basically it was immemo- It was Something over, not, yeah. not relevant It was not That's Not true. even close man Not even close baby Emraku like, <laughs> turn one eh. It's like mm. Seems good. What you got? What you got? That was on. Uh, well, to be fair, that's a really bold play. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like I thought, I really thought he had the Gitaxian probe to check clear first, but he yeah, didn't. Yeah, but he just like he just, he just like hand. he just grew like big balls that just yeah, it just goes zoop, slam zoop, slam. So then the second game and the second game also ended really quickly. He went um uh turn three sneak attack, which got um. Force of Will, was it Force of Will or something? I got basically did not resolve, uh, and then he went turn four sneak attack, and then brought in uh, Emraku. Okay, uh, that got terminus away by Miracles player. So Aki, uh, oh, the oh. Atsuki was playing um, uh, Miracles. Okay, and then he went turn five another Emraku because he is so talented at the game. Wait, wait but with sneak attack. Uh, yeah, with sneak attack. Sneak attack still around. So he resolved his second sneak attack. Uh, that was... so Man, his hand was crazy. He had spell pierce and, and whatnot. And basically, uh, he... Smile. <laughs> <laughs> his opponent, like, when, like, his opponent had zero cards at the end of the first sneak attack. Then I second think, sneak attack just resolved. I think this is just talent. Like, freaking talented. Uh, like, thanks again for the feedbacks, by the way. Oh my goodness. So hilarious. And I'm watching... Okay, so I didn't get to watch the stream. And I was watching the replay. The replay was put up by... Uh, it's Julius. Uh, one of the guys in uh, San Diego... Uh, San Francisco. Uh, you know... What's his name? Oh, man. What yeah, it's, Juli- it's Julius, but... Um, uh, he's friends with the Commander Cast guys. Well, I don't know who they uh, are. It's Jimmy, Jimmy Wong. Jimmy, Jimmy Wong. Wong Yeah Brother of Freddie Wong Really? Yeah Are you serious? Freddie Dubs Freddie Wong? Yeah, that, yeah. That So Freddie his, Wong? his brother So Jimmy Wong oh. yeah, Everybody says I, like, I look like Jimmy Wong oh. Which sometimes I understand But then I don't usually understand I don't know who Jimmy Wong is though So Jimmy Wong Hey Jimmy Okay anyway right, right. Uh, So Yeah I was watching his replay And his replay was like Some like had Japanese words like scrolling across it's basically user comments oh. it was hilarious and when uh, when Kentaro won it's like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> lucky la. super lucky you lucky hey. you lucky uh, 
So yeah, congratulations to this. Uh, and the top eight, of course, uh, Yuya, of course, has to be in the top eight. Uh, Kesuki Sato, uh, Koichi Miyabe, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Ryo Takahashi, she, Akira Honma, and uh, Liu Jin, who is the only Chinese guy up on the stands. Wow, wow. Uh, yeah, you can tell that they're Japanese because they use uh, Gatsby in there. Like yeah. all their hairstyles are like them fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is like have zero rings down to here. So, oh man. Yeah. Man, Japanese people Japanese people have like such cool fashion. Yeah, I I can't believe it. Like when especially in their hometown, right? They they're playing and then they like their hair is like up to there. I can just I, imagine I, the Gatsby guy like going around with like You know you know when you watch anime you see those crazy hair, like those are exaggerations. Yeah, those, those are those those are real by the way. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on from the Grand Prix. This week, we are going to talk about a new format that we are going to try out. Yeah. I called uh, Smodern. Smodern, yeah. No, actually, no, it's called Frontier. Frontier. Uh, all the, okay, so it has been nicknamed Frontier. Uh, of course, we gave it our own name, which is uh, Postmodern. Hmm. Officially, it's a casual constructed Magic the Gathering format. Uh, and it encompasses all cards that have been printed in a core or expansion set using during using the M15 card frame. So basically, anything M15 onwards, it must have the hologram. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was started by Haru uh, Hariruya and Big Magic. Uh, they'll be holding. They they said they'll be holding weekly tournaments in this format. It's quite cool. The uh, deck construction is the same as sanction formats like modern and standard, so forth and so on. The set legality M15, Kans Otake, Fate Reforge, Dragons Otake, Magic Origins, Battle for Zendika, Oath of the Gatewatch, Shadows over Innistra, Eldritch Moon, and last but not least, Color Dash. And that is 10 sets. Wow. You got 10 sets to play, play from. This is slightly more than what extended would have been. Mm-hmm. Extended is only eight sets, uh, from the 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 last set. But yeah. this is ten sets, mm-hmm. uh, and that's cool. Cool. So, yeah, that's all it says here about uh, Frontier. Well, cool. All right. Uh, you, know, you know, you know, I think. Har- <laughs> okay, look. Okay, uh, imagine, imagine this: Haruya, Haruya, uh, Haruya, uh, office meeting. Okay, man. All this bulk rare KTK stuff, we, we can't move this. What do we do, man? What do we do, man? Yeah, we create a new format. We create a new format that requires you to buy all these new cards like Fetchlands, like um, uh, Outpost Sieges, like uh, Tomod's Crypts, like Elvish Mystics. Oh, damn. So, you're a genius. You're a genius. Oh, oh, you're promoted. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, hey, yeah. What's the... What's the uh, there's a meme where the guy like makes a weird comment and after they throw him out yeah. the window. <laughs> <laughs> let's sell them. Let's sell them to another store and after they throw him <laughs> out the window. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is the frontier format. We're gonna go through MTG Goldfish, which uh, apparently has been recording all these uh, all these decks. The decks. Um. And the Frontier metagame is kind of cool it's right fun. now. I mean, like right now, the, the first thing you think about Frontier is Khans, right? 
Yeah. I think so. Like and uh, uh, I'm thinking about cunts. Yeah, and the the first thing that you you think about cunts is Rally the ancestors. Rally the ancestors. Siege Rhino. What else do we think about um yeah, Anna Fenza. Basically, the whole the, the, just oh, fetchlands. Uh, fetchlands. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, that that that's the first thing that we thought of. But of course, there are better. There are better stuff. I mean, there there are other things as well. Uh, we're seeing a relatively healthy meta, although this is a very new format. Mm-hmm. It only has ten sets in it, which is definitely not enough. When modern was called. Uh, when that was in, I think, slightly after, sh- slightly after uh the return to Mirrodin, the scars to Mirrodin block. Okay, scars to Mirrodin, that already had a, a lot of of sets from eighth edition. That was eight years worth of sets, and yeah. that is thirty-two sets Whoa, total. Cool. Yeah, thirty. Uh, you know, granted, they have they have small and medium blocks and sh- and shit like that. But the thing now is that we have a big block, big set, and then medium set, and so if we continue this trend, we actually get a lot more cards in a very short period of time. So this frontier format can actually happen in maybe two years time. Mm-hmm. Because last time we used to have big block, big big set, small set, small set, and uh, which is essentially big set, medium set, uh-huh. and now we can squeeze down maybe eight years to uh you know you take out this thing to about five years worth. So far we've got two years worth of stuff, two and a half years worth of stuff. Uh, so we need to wait maybe about two more years before they officially call it uh, the Frontier format or at least one more year before mm. they officially call it a Frontier format. Alright, so let's take a look at the decks. Uh, we have uh, making up the meta and, we, and when we say it makes up the meta it's like three decks, two decks, like there's a lot. There's, we've got Rally Combo, of course. We've yeah, got Jeskai. Jeskai. Uh, do you want, let's go through the, the decks as we go along. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Rally Combo. And uh, that is the first thing I think that pops to mind when you think about like uh, Rally. And this was a Grand Prix, uh, GP Chiba. Yeah. Uh, for the, well, I, I won't call it a Super Sunday series, but it's also in Japanese, so I can't read the bloody thing. Uh, Super Super Sunday Series Super Sunday Series uh, We have <coughs> Basically Elvish Visionary Jace Prodigy Satire Wayfinder Zulapok Cutthroat Catacomb Sifter And number one Nantuko Husk Oh yeah And now you got Spell Queller Oh well no, you, Did we use the Spell Queller? No right? Oh we didn't No okay So now you got Spell Queller uh, And of course The cool thing about the deck Is Collector Company uh, Dig Through Time and uh, three Rally the Ancestors which are Ooh. very cheap right now so you want you better get the bloody Rally the Ancestors like yeah. oh Rally Rally um, so and then it plays some of the some of the fetch lands some of the dual lands and plays Evolving Wilds which is oh my goodness seriously I think you can do better than Evolving What's Wilds What's wrong? Right? Why you play Evolving Wilds man? 4 Flooded Strand 4 Polluted Delta 4 Windswept Heave and then that 4 2 Evolving How Wilds How many fetches way... do you want man? What? <laughs> 4, 12 is not enough for you? 
What? No, but he's got power to dig through time, man. Oh, right, that's true. Yeah, the sideboard's quite cool. It's got Nisa World Waker. It's got, of course, Murderous Card. Gideon, which we definitely did not... Uh, did we see Gideon in Rally? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. did see Gideon in Rally. Of course, you've got to have Anafenza because it is... Um, it is Abzan Colored. Collective Brutality. This one's an interesting uh, sideboard card. Blessed Alliance. Blessed Alliance. Natural State and Dispels. Okay, so cool cool cards all around. Cool, I cool. think uh, the... The the coolest part or the the coolest addition to the deck is of course spell queller uh reflector mage we had it before but spell queller I think just puts it slightly over the edge yeah yeah uh so that makes up seven point six nine percent of the meta the price of the deck four hundred and one dollars we'll do we'll do a, a short breakdown later That's then too much I think uh yeah because I uh, where, where's the money coming from the Jaces. So four Jaces cost you about hundred bucks right now, which yeah. is quite cool because previously one Jace would cost you hundred bucks, <laughs> and uh, four collector companies which cost you the forty dollars, which previously was one collector company cost you forty dollars. So uh, if you want to get your stuff, better get Actually, it right I have now. all the pieces for that deck right now. Yeah, I, I, oh, I don't have Rally Dancer. That's about it. I need to go you buy just the Jaces. Buy it for like fifty cents. Yeah, exactly. You need Jaces? Uh, yeah. Probably. I've forced, I've placed like a. You need Jace. I have Jace. I'm not going to play anyway. I'm going to cast. You want it? Uh, no, I'm, if I'm not coming here, then I'm not playing. Oh, yeah. oh well. Uh, okay, so the other deck that uh, makes up 2.56. Eh, no, no, not this. Uh, Jeskai. The the one with... Where is it? Oh, yeah. Jeskai? Yeah, Monastery Suspear. Oh, man, this one. Oh, spicy, spicy. Spicy. Uh, Kithian, Maduro Reaper, Monastery Suspia, Trouble Inspector, Now the White Orchid, Thalia's Lieutenant, Mantis Rider, Reckless Bushwhacker, and Reflector Mage. Now I want to just highlight, right? Mm. Suspia, Mantis Rider, and Lieutenant in the same deck. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like Mantis Rider is a human, by the way. It's not a freaking insect. Yeah. This is a human monk riding a freaking Mantis. It's good. It's referring to the rider, not the yeah, mantis. And, and you have like... You, it has always watching, for fuck's sake. It has four always watching. Oh my god. Like, oh, this is so weird. This deck is over the top. Uh, 18 lands, it's only got four fetch lands though. So... Four, two, two, two. Uh, no, two prairies... Oh right, the Perry streams are... Yeah, it's only got two flutter, stre- two flutter strands, of course, because, you know, you don't want to... You don't want to die yeah. from, uh, to, uh, you know, putting just too much mana. But yeah, Mantis Rider. Maybe we get to see Mantis Rider again. Yeah, my favorite card, man. Oh, so annoying, this card. <laughs> uh, and this deck costs $121. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Considering you have like, most of the pieces anyway. So. Yeah, the, the main cost of the deck is the Always Watching, which is very strange. And the Lens, of course. The Flutter Strand and yeah. the Inspiring Vantage. So uh, maybe get your flooded strands now. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, okay, let's go down. Mono red, and this one is fifty dollars, forty-eight dollars to build. I love this. Uh, <laughs> Foundry Street Denizen, Frenzy Goblin. Oh boy, uh, this is goblin this glory, is this, glory this is goblins. Yeah, this goblins. Uh, goblin Power Driver, Goblin Rebel Master, Reckless Bushwhacker does not even run Monastery Suspear. That's how. That's how goblin. Ish it is You know Goblin <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stoke the Flames Hotling Outburst Teamer Battle Rage And this Teamer Battle Rage Is definitely going on Like a Goblin Power Driver Goblin oh, Rebel Master man. Of course And then the uh, The, the Obelisk of Earth 
Oblis of Third. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this was the deck. I mean, this was the deck back in um, when M15, uh, you know, at the end of Khan's, yeah. where you have like Oblis of Earth, now that you have like the M15, the, the, uh, all the goblins. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Uh, and then 20 mountains. That's it. That's hmm. the deck. Uh, $50. Very cheap if you want to try to build. Cheap, cheap. Next deck. Next deck, Bound of Aldrazi. So Wait, what? Yeah. Is this is it, we modern now? Uh, yeah, this is Elvish Mystics, Dustwatch Recruiters, Eldrazi Displacer, Sky Spawner, Meta Reshaper, Four Thought Not Sears, Four Reality Smashers, One Vadurus Gearhawk. Whoa. Yeah, that made it in there. Uh, two Drown of Hope. Then yes. you've also got Tami- one Tamio and one Nisa nature's artisan wait this is the like dual what decks. the heck right this wait, is the dual deck one reveal the top two cards of your library put all leads dwarf at the battlefield and rest your head what because of that clause question mark no reveal okay so you reveal the top two cards of your library it's basically draw two cards yeah and if they are lands you put them onto the battlefield so it's not dead cards what the heck yeah, what the heck, right? <laughs> but it has Nisa's Nature's Artisan. What the hell? Like, this is crazy. It's got Stubborn Denials, Deck in Stone, and Spatial Contortion. And it's got Oath of Nisa so that you can cast your, your Tamiyo and your uh, Nisa Nature's Artisan. My so, brain is contorting already. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, what the hell, man? Just to point out, like, this looks like this looks like a normal Ben Eldrani list from, like, modern... <laughs> except like the it doesn't you know, have the except for normal hierarchs it's elvish mystic so yeah exactly you know uh, and then you got dustwatch recruiters which well I don't know what they replaced but yeah what the hell man this deck is so jank uh, it went 3-2 so yeah it went 3-2 at the Frontier Cup um, their weekly their weekly uh, Frontier Tournament that's okay then uh, let's go through some of the decks that we... Uh, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. The last one, Esper. So Esper. let's get some representation. Oh, boy, this is not Esper. This is not Esper. This is not Esper. Two Torrential Gearhawk, and that's it. That's the creatures. That's all the creatures. And this is a new card. No, uh, no look, at the, look at the list. This is not Esper. This is Mono Blue. This is Mono Blue with Silumga's Command, and it has... Uh, <coughs> where's the this white card? This is Mono Blue Prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is Mono Blue Prison. Where's the white card? This is Esper. There's no white... Know. This is Mono Blue Prison Splash Black. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get your shit together, uh, Goldfish. Four Anticipate, so two Disciple Stroke. Three Hydro Lash. I don't like Hydro Lash, but okay. Four pieces of puzzle, four Engulf the Shore, two Aether Spouts, one Silungas Command, four Part of Water Veil, four Dig Through Time. And the reason why I like this deck so much because it has the Dig Through Time. The Part of Water Veil, like, okay. Four Dig Through Time, man. Oh, yeah. For uh, Prism Ring. Mono Blue Prison with part of the Water Veil. I mean, no, Mono Blue Prison with Dig Through Time. I think that's the... That's yeah, the, that's the thing. That's so the, that's, that's that the one that, that makes... That pushes it over the top and has this Stainful Stroke. And this is so important. This Stainful Stroke is one of those cards where, like, it, defi- uh, it defined uh, control decks back in the day because you could go Disdainful Stroke and then do something else on turn 4. Yeah. Like that is what you wanted to do. You, you want to go Disdainful Stroke then not anticipate you dig through time. Oh right, right. By that point you like exhausted all your all your outs and after that you just go dig through time. Aether Spouse also very cool. Engulf the Shores. Uh, yeah. So 
<laughs> weird deck, man. Weird deck. Yeah, this is not Esper, dude. This, this is Mono Blue. Is mono blue yeah, this is Mono Blue Prison. Why you lie to us? Yeah, not cool. Why you lie? All right, uh, let's go through some of the archetypes that you might also see. You got Jan, you got Abzan, of course. Uh, and a lot of the cards that are here on the face are either Collected Company or Smuggler's Copter, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, let's Sol- talk about the Ensoul Aggro one. Ensolitopter is bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, wait, wait, where's Oritopter? It's not here. What? Oh, yeah, there's no Oritopter. No! No, but there is... What, what, what's the card? There's a smuggler's copter. That's, Ooh, that's yeah. the new only copter. Yeah, boy. Holy crap, two mana smuggler's copter. Don't two even two need to crew it now. It's a fire, fire fly with loot. Ah. Uh, four hangerbite walkers, four trouble inspectors, four two craft exemplar, four scrap heap scrounger. And this one's the weird one. Two kambal. Kambal. I don't know why. Uh, two talia heretics, four shrapnel blast. This one's damn good. Uh, instant speed deal five, five damage. <laughs> Unlicensed disintegration. Uh, and then we we have the ghost fire blade, smuggler's copter, and cultivator's caravan. And this is just black artifact. colors. This is just sky. Yeah, this is just sky black. Yeah. Uh, no, it's more like Mardu blue, because and so artifact is the splash. Oh yeah. Yeah, can you imagine like you have smuggler's copter and then and so artifact. Uh. Uh. <laughs> 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 or you have no 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 how about this trouble inspector and then so artifact on the on the clue <laughs> <laughs> right right oh my god that's a so thing so good right that's a thing I did not even oh realize oh my goodness then you smash it for 6 the next turn eh? this is more damage than you usually do with like that's onitopter shit. or that's like hilarious <laughs> yeah but look at that like Smuggler's Copter and Soul Artifact, man. This is something that I need to build. Like, I have all the pieces already, yeah, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, this, this, deck, this deck seems fun. $140. Most of the money is in, of course, the Inspiring Vintage, as well as the Smuggler's Copters. A place of Smuggler's Copters, $48. Which I'm pretty sure all the stand-up there is half by Yeah, if you're playing standard right now, like, this is... So this is the, the cool part about Frontier, is that if you're playing standard right now... You probably already have the cards. You probably already have the cards. And some of the cards are not expensive, especially if you just join standard. You know, you, you have your deck for you, that that spans all the way back to BFZ. All you have to do is get the, the Khan's Origins and the M15 cards. And now, start your collection because there is going to be the second format. Like, I, I assure you. Like, there's definitely going to be the second format. Uh, okay, so... Uh, what else do we want to talk about... Multicolor control. You mean Jeskai Black? This is Jeskai Black, yeah. This is Jeskai Black. Uh, four Jaces, four Soulfire Grandmasters, four Mantis Rider, which I like to see. This is not control, this is just Jeskai Black. Je- yeah, uh, one Tassigur <laughs> and one Torrential Gearhawk. This made it in there. So it's uh, and the list is exactly, almost exactly the same. Got three Fiery Impulse, two Collective Brutalities, which oh, I like. Cool, cool, cool. Two Disinful Strokes, four Crackling Dooms. Two Color Guns Commands, two Painful Truths, one Ojitai's Command, and four Dig Through Time. And of course, it's got 26 lands, but it's got 12 fetches. Whoa, cool. 
a little too much if you ask me. But, this is the, uh, the money deck. This is the money deck because it costs $427. You rich fags. Yeah, $430. Bucks. Uh, Jays, uh, again, four copies of Jays, four copies of Polluted Delta, four copies of Bloodstained Mire, and four copies of Flooded Strand. The fetch lands cost at least $50. Polluted Deltas are $60. And the four Jays, like, this is extravagant. Yeah. Let's just say. But guess what? This is the uh, suggest a better. Oh, there's a suggest a better name here. Okay, anyway, uh, they don't have the player name, but uh, they have the. I mean, they have the deck list and um, yeah, just you know, yeah, that's the deck. Like, this, it's a bit too much though. If you put in like twelve fetch lands, yeah. Uh, and clearly this guy has been playing standard for quite a while has all the cards and just put all the most expensive cards together no why not yeah why not right why not? Uh, we also have like elves and humans um, and uh, any other weird stuff we have Grixis dragons and this one our oh that's my oh I used to I played this standard last time yeah yeah I used to play this deck so Grixis dragons four thunderbreak regions three Kologan storms fury and two Torrential Gear oh, That's my, it. This was my favorite. Four, turn four, Thunder Break, turn, turn five, swing for a billion damage. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh, uh, you know, just like a lot of, uh, quite a few counter spells and removal, like Draconic Ross and Gascon, and just, this is Dragon Control. This is Grixis Dragon Control. Yeah. Uh, 300 Although I would take out the two Hangar Walkers for two more of Jesus, though. Two what? Two, I'll take out the two Hangar for two more Jesus. Uh, that's in the sideboard? No, the creatures. Oh okay. Oh, we're looking at different. We're looking at different really? list then. I'm looking at the uh, Grixis Dragon. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's another Grixis Dragon control. I'm looking at the one at the bottom of the list, which may be not the best. Yeah. yeah two Hangerback Walker, two Jays, two Kalitas, four Thunderbird Region, four Kologan Storm Fury, one Dragonlord Kologan, and one hey. Silunga. Where's, where's the Silunga score? Where is it? Hey, come on, Ben. No, that was in the. You look at the last one on the list. No, this one doesn't have Gascon. Oh yeah, this one doesn't have Silver Gascon. Hey, lousy deck, no Silver Gascon. <laughs> <laughs> I like Stubborn Denial though. Stubborn Denial is really good. Oh man, Stubborn Denial is so, so good. Like, it's just a blow. I used to play the uh, Sutai Reanimator deck. Oh, yeah. I can get my uh, I can get my apes on turn two and then just like keep up just <laughs> counter magic like these full strokes and uh, Silver Gascon. Uh, not Silver Gascon, uh, uh, Stubborn Denial. Okay. Yeah, they can't. Uh, you can't do shit. You can't do stuff. All right, uh, we are going to talk about what the cool cards are and what each of the blocks uh, bring. Um, let's start with M fifteen. Urbok, stoke the flames. We Obli- also got the painlands. Obelisk of third. Obelisk of uh, <laughs> Obelisk of Earth. Tormod's crypt. Rebel master. Rebel master and so artifact. And I think this is the most important one. Dark Steel Citadel? No, not Dark Steel Elvish Mystic. Ooh! Oh, yeah! Elvish Mystic, definitely. Ramp is back, baby. Yeah, man. Speaking of Ramp, what's the Ramp deck? Uh, no, not there yet. Oh. Yet. Because we got no Sylvan... Uh, we got no Sylvan... Um, oh, yeah. This thing we got... But if a turn one Ramp, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Right? Go like turn one to turn three. Turn so one... So good, right? Turn so one Elvish Mystic, turn two... Nisa's Pilgrimage... Like what? No, Tatu Nisa. Tatu Nisa? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Nisa look for another forest. Like you could use the you could use the voice of Zendika or you could use the 
the Flip Nisa. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, in the Khan's block, of course, we got the fetches. We got Swift Spear. We got all the Delve cards, and I think the most important Delve cards are Murderous Cut, oh, Tasigur, yeah. True Time. Uh, yeah, D True D True T D Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruise. Yeah, I'm surprised that like, we don't see enough Treasure Cruise in a, in this format. Nothing's got banned yet, of course. But I think if anything if anything were to be banned, it would be Treasure Cruise. Because hey, everything you know, everybody will just play blue. Pisa, Dona, Dona, Pisa. <laughs> uh, Monastery Mentor Soulfire Dragon Master Soulfire Whatever Master Grandmaster. Grandmaster We got the Dragon Lords We got the Miniature version Of the Dragon Lords uh, We got Rally We got Commands I think very important We got Collector Company This Damn. gross card We still have Company I just I don't want to play A format with fucking Company uh, I don't want to play That stuff uh, Disdainful Stroke uh, we have Abzan Rhinos Rhinos Mantis Riders Anafenzas uh, And I think this one will, uh, You know We haven't seen it In a lot of lists I think it's going to be Quite important Teamer Battle Rage Bang bang Can you imagine You thought You thought You thought Electro Sector Pamela was cool Wait to Pamela With Teamer Battle Rage Teamer Battle Rage Oh yeah Yeah Against Trample And Double Strike yo. Like what 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 uh, yeah, that's okay. exactly what it needs. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't need to go past three mana anymore. Yeah, you can just, like, go with, like, like Titan Strength or something. Turn one, turn one Elvish Mystic. Oh, boy. Turn two uh, Pamela. Uh, okay, you can't palm out the Pamela that far. Oh, no, you can. Can you? You can't. You need a two to eight and uh, some other stuff. Yeah, okay. Then you you need to build up lah. So maybe yeah. turn three. So turn turn one, uh, Elvish Mystic. Turn two, a two with Aether, Servant of Conduit. Uh, no, yeah, there's some other ways that you can build up energy. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Cool deck. Cool, cool. Uh, let's move on to Origins. 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 We got the Flip Walkers, Jace, Kitian. I think seeing a lot of play. Yeah. Uh, we've got Hangerback Walker. Oh, oh boy. gosh. Hard card to deal with. You got Knight of the White Orchid, which is like, eh, okay. Eh. You got Nantuko Husk, which, uh, you know, enables the rally. It's one of the free sack outlets. You got Topters. All the Topters stuff. Top, 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 top. Uh, and you have the Elf combo. You basically have Elf Tribe in Origins. Yeah. And plus the Collector Company from the previous and set. Call of like, Calling. And then you got Call of Calling. Oh, yeah. I forgot. M15, that's M15. Yeah, yeah. Forgot Call of Calling. Let me add it in here. Uh, all right. So then we head on over to Zendika. And Zendika, not many. Kalitas. You got Kalitas. Yeah. You got. Uh, oh yeah, you got Gideon. I forgot about Big Gideon. Big uh, You got dual lands, mm-hmm. uh, and that's actually very important in the format. You got painful truths, and uh, you also got Eldrazi's. Oh boy, thought not here. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that now we have pain lands. We have try try less for Eldrazi again. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Eldrazi's, and then you got Ambusher. Oh boy. And Busher is very powerful. Like, I think people just forget. You mean Bushwrecker? Yeah, the Bush. Is it? No, no. It's uh, Reckless. Reckless Bushwrecker. Is it Reckless Bushwrecker? Dude, what the heck? No, it is Reckless Bushwrecker is 
is the is the, the first one. Yeah. This one is what's Sam Busher? Oh, it's Reckless Bushwhacker, right? Oh, the other one is the M- I forget what ambusher, but like the the one where you have to pay. No, the kicker. That's Goblin Bushwhacker. Oh, that's Goblin Bushwhacker. Okay, so this is Reckless Bushwhacker. Okay, wow. cool. I don't know, man. Hey, I forget. Man. I forget. Hey, you old as me, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, so they're both bushwhackers, lah. Yeah. Whack, whack, whack. The bush, <laughs> wet your bush. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so we move on to Innistrad. Innistrad, we got of course got the humans, human synergy. You got add even more humans. You got Talia's lieutenants yeah. and shit like that. Uh, Declaration in stone, which is not instant speed though. Uh, we don't have any path to exile type of effect. So Arthur removal N. is not the after uh, uh, end. No, <laughs> <laughs> removal is not the 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 best. Uh, it's not as efficient you got Eversyn but we're not seeing play of Eversyn then you got Spirits which uh, include Mausoleum Wanderer okay. which I think is going to be quite important we got Selfless Spirit as well hmm. uh, and of course you got Liliana's um, which are not seeing play but you got like some of the powerful Planeswalkers there Liliana's Tamios Tamio I think will do more damage in this format because uh, it's more of a tempo game Tamio Ooh. is a very tempo card mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least we have Kaladesh and Kaladesh we got all the topter stuff got copters and then we got smuggles copter that's it ah, we got oh we got torrential gearhawk right which we are seeing play which which is the control like like the control god now we no you know no more uh, what's that what's that card what card uh, the true time no not the true time oh my gosh what card what, what does it do what torrential gearhawk the true time no, we got no snap custom major. So oh. that's the problem. So like previously you can like snap custom you dig through time, like go through half your library of that, just uh draw more cards and then you go like snap custom, dig through time, and then draw even more cards. <laughs> feels so good. Feels that's not fun. <laughs> Alright, so we got all these cards in Frontier. Uh what's so appealing about Frontier? So I think it's just It's cheap. It's cheap for sure. It's a fresh format. Fresh, like, new, funky. Okay, well, let's talk about it's cheap. Let, let's go back to to the before we jump the gun. gun it's jump. cheap. Uh, we're looking at all the deck prices. They are, you know, they range from like $50 to $450. But even saying that, right, that being said, uh, you probably already have the cards Yeah you the, A you probably have the cards you, Why would you sell your fetches man Who sells their fetches at this time I don't know Some people did And that's unfortunate But you know You can get back your fetches yeah. uh, As soon as you Yeah because fetches right now Are really cheap mm-hmm. So you know And, and the prices like <clears throat> These are cards that Nobody uses in modern yeah. A lot of these cards are Things that people don't use in modern Especially like Jace's yeah. You don't use them in modern. Rebel Master, definitely not being used in modern. Uh, those cards that have rotated out. Thunderbreak Regions used to be $10 a piece. Now yeah. it's four forty for a playset. Damn. Yep. Uh, well, Torrential Gearhawk still being used in the format. Dig True Time used to be $5 a piece, at mm. least. It used to be, when I was playing, it's like €10, Euro, which is about $17. 17 sing dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, which maybe like 12, 13 USD. Mm-hmm. Now it's $4 for a playset. 
Damn. So these are cheap cards, man. These are not expensive. Uh, you talk about even cards that are in standard rotation right now, like Sunken Hollows, all the dual lands from BMC. Mm. They're not expensive. They're not. Yeah. They're not terribly cheap. Uh, they're not expensive at all. And uh, we talk about the uh, fetch lands. They're not expensive yeah, either. Yeah. So if you want to pick up your, you know, uh, you want to pick up Frontier, mm-hmm. see, you know, just buy the cards first. Uh, just build up your build up your library because this is going to be a format. Yeah, like no, no joke, this will be a format. But you have you have to expect playset of deltas. No, shit. Gotta go buy those. Damn. I don't get. Uh, and if I have extras, right, they go into my EDH decks. She's bad, man. So I have like I think seven. Seven uh, Halo Fountains. Uh, seven. Seven Halo Fountains because blue eye is my favorite. Blue eye is my favorite color. I got seven Halo Fountains. Seven. Um, uh, what's the fetch land for Blue Flood Strands. Flood Strands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blue eye. Blue eye is just my favorite. I just and polluted deltas. I just fortunately. I I think I maybe I got five, but mm. one of them's in like all the decks. Anyway, cool. uh, so number one is cheap. It's mm-hmm. not as expensive as modern. Modern is just insane. Modern decks go up to like six hundred plus dollars. No, two thousand thousands. Yeah, into the thousands. You know, minimum price is like uh, the most accessible deck, which is mono red, or the uh, Naya Burn decks, and those are already three hundred plus dollars because yeah. the lands are expensive. And here, Frontier, the uh, which is the second part of uh, second reason why I think Frontier is so appealing is because the power level is high. Yeah, but it's not unfair. Uh, for now, you know, for now, because we don't have effective removal, we don't have, uh, we don't have efficient removal. We have effective removal in the in the form of like fiery impulse and, and shit like that, but it's not as good as oh path to exile, bye bye creature. You get a land, but what are you gonna do with it? Or uh, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, bolt your creature. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So. Uh yeah, that's the uh, that is two reasons, and the third reason is because there are no unfair decks, which is great, because uh, no affinity, oh man, no Tron, oh man, no Infect, no Eidolon of the Great Revel, <laughs> you know, uh, what other decks are so present? No Ad Nauseum. oh man. You know, so th- all these decks are like oppressive and just unfair. No, no living end, no restore balance, <laughs> you know, no, no ancestral recall. You still got Jan, and Jan, was, Jan is the most fair deck that you can have. And even then, then Jan becomes a lousy deck because it's too fair. Like, and Jan is powerful. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. It feels like weight off my shoulder. Like you don't have to play against Affinity or Tron. Or in fact, in fact, it's like, oh, do you have the path? No, you die. Oh man. Do you have the bolt? No, you die. And even sometimes you got the bolt, you still die. You have the block. You can't block. You can't block. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, you know, Merfolk is a fair deck. Merfolk Spirits is a fair deck. Yeah. Fairies like are fair. Spirits. Fairies. Sp- fairies. Fairies are fair. Fairies are a fair deck. It's just that. You let them get out of control and then you hate die. Hate bears are fair. Hate bears are fair. Oh yeah, we don't have to play against hate bears. There's no hate cards. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah, there's no hate yeah, bears yeah, cards yeah, yeah, in the format, except for maybe um, what's that? That three one flyer. So we got Hushwing Griff. We also got uh, is Hushwing, Hushwing Griff? Griff is no, it's not. Hushwing Griff is not in the format. 
No. Otherwise, we have seen some tech against uh, Siege Rhinos. No, it's in 2015. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Hashwin Grave, we also have uh, Talia, Heretic Kata, but they're not at 2 mana. So it's, hmm. more, it's more, a bit more fair, you know. Uh, yeah, so there is three main reasons why um, yeah, Frontier is an exciting thing. I think, you know, you own the cards, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can look into it. You should start getting. You should start looking into it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's actually also, I guess, our pick of the week, which is to buy, start buying frontier cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy some fetch lands. Yeah. The some. fetch lands are important. I yeah, think yeah. like mantis riders and stuff like. That. I just need one more copy <coughs> to complete my playset. So I'll just go you, buy. Want, you want my my taxi bank side one? The mantis rider. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. Uh, okay, so I need to go and look into this. Uh, we are going to go into Judge Call. Judge! Okay. That was kind of okay. Yeah, that was totally, that was totally okay. Yeah. That was very okay. Um, this week, I had, uh, there were a lot of new players. And so with a lot of new players, like fumbles start to happen. You're supposed to look at three cards, but then you look at four. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you know, people call judge. Uh, like people don't want to call the judge, and that's why I, that's what I hate about new players, is that they don't have the instinct to like just raise up their hand. And like at the PPTQ last week that I was playing, yeah, this one guy just kept, every round had to call a judge because I don't know why. Well, why? He just went like. Judge! And like really shouted out on the top of his voice. I'm like, dude, relax. The room is encompassed. We're in I, a bomb dude, shelter. I, that, is that one guy every time? I think is it's that one guy. Is, yeah, that is that. No, I think it's every So like, I made a comment like, because I'm a judge myself. So I went by like uh, this thing. I went to CJ and I was like, hey, this guy, uh, every round go call judge one. What the hell is his problem, man? Don't know. So, uh... I, well, that's one thing I hate about new players that they need to call the judge because you, you can resolve stuff by yourself but you're not supposed to. Well, you can resolve it between players if you're amenable but it's best to call a judge to go and find out what is the actual ruling and why. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about um, is this IPG 2.2? Gameplay error Looking at extra cards. So this IPG section 2.2 and you can look it up yourself. The definition is a player looks at a card they were not entitled to see. Players are considered to have looked at a card when they have been able to observe the face of a hidden card or when a card is moved any significant amount from a deck but before it touches cards in another set. Uh, A set... Okay, so we need to define a set. A set is a physically distinct group defined by a game rule or effect it may correspond to a specific zone or may only represent a part of a zone this includes errors of dexterity or catching a play error before the card is placed into his or her hand once a card has been placed into his or her hand the offense is no longer looking at extra cards the offense is drawing extra cards or there is also hidden card error oh uh, hidden card error we'll discuss another time because that one is a little complicated 
Next, a player is not considered to have looked at extra cards when he or she places a card face down on the table without looking at the card in an effort to count out cards. So, for example, if you're laying cards on the table to like uh, count, your deck. count your opening hand. Oh, okay. So, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You forgot you mulligan. So, this is the seventh card. Uh, this, uh, so, this is not considered at looking at extra cards because the, the cards are face down. But can this be rectified? This, this is, can be rectified. This is like hidden card error. This oh. is very similar to hidden card error. Basically, if uh, both of you know the order, if both of you and your opponent know the order, then you put it back. Otherwise, uh, yeah, so hidden card error, you basically take the three cards. So for me, traditionally, I put like three cards and then four cards. Uh, you would take the set that is messed up you shuffle it and then you put it back on top of the deck and then you draw three cards from that. Oh. Yeah. That sounds... That's hidden card error. Okay. So sounds... it's not so bad. It's not as bad as that. It's supposed to be drawing extra cards but drawing extra cards gets you a penalty of basically lose the game. Oh. Alright. Uh, this penalty is applied only once if one or more cards are seen in the same action or sequence of events. So they basically, you just look at an extra card. Okay, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. draw an extra card or not hidden card error. Uh, so, example, a player accidentally reveals, drops, flips over, and we say unintentionally, mm. maybe, mm. hopefully, mm. a card <laughs> while shuffling his or her opponent's deck. Okay, or B, a player pulls up an extra card while drawing from his or her deck. And C, a player sees the bottom card of his or her deck uh, when presenting it to her opponent for cutting or shuffling. Huh. Okay, so that's looking at extra cards. So they know they got some extra information of what's where. Uh, so the remedy is to... Alright, so the remedy is basically to... If you know the set, and this is looking at extra cards, you're supposed to randomize the randomized portion of the deck. So... If he, let's say, drew four cards off of the, let's say, uh, Grim Flayer, and then he looked at it. So it if three? you don't know the order, what? Is it three? It's supposed to be three, correct? Yeah. When you look at four. So if you don't know the order, uh, and both, like your opponent does not have to corroborate. At, uh, okay, so at a uh, Ariel, uh, regular Ariel, what will happen, what will probably happen is that you shuffle up the cards, you put one card back on top, so a random card back on top, you shuffle up the deck. Oh, That's it. Okay. That's looking at extra cards. So now you're left with three cards. In comparative Ariel, two things might happen. Okay, so But usually, I think this is what happens, is that your opponent gets to look at the top four cards. He takes out that one card that's not supposed to be there, puts it back on top of the deck, and then you shuffle the deck. Then oh. they have those three cards left. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And then you get a you get a penalty. That sucks. <laughs> uh, game rule, uh, not game rule, uh, gameplay error. Uh, there's an additional remedy. Shuffle any previously unknown cards into the random portion of the deck. Then put any known cards back in their correct locations. Oh, yeah. Before you shuffle the deck. Uh, this one I forgot the other day. Before you shuffle the deck, ask your opponent or ask the person who you're about to shuffle the deck. Do you scry anything to the bottom? Oh. Because that is the known portion of the deck. 
It's not you shuffle up the entire deck. So this is, you, you put the known portions back to known locations. So if you say, oh, I scribe five cards to the bottom of the deck already. So then you take out five, you put it on the table, you shuffle the rest of the deck, then you put it back on the table. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, you do not, okay, so one, one of the things that, um, one of the things that we are told is to not repeat the action. Okay, which means that don't make a mistake again, uh. No, 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 not not don't make a mistake. As in, don't repeat the action. So, for example, if let's say, let's say, I am trying to cheat, what I can do is Grim Flayer, I hit you, I draw two cards, and then I see shit. This is not what I want to be seeing, and then now I draw an additional two cards, and then I realize I realize my mistake. I call the judge, and then. The judge gives the wrong gives the wrong this thing. So these four cards are not what I want to put in the graveyard. Basically, not what I want to have. Okay. I put all four cards back. I shuffle the entire library with the known and unknown portions, and then now I draw another three cards and look at it. So that's repeating the action. Oh. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to minimize doing that. So you now take. That's why you take out one random card, since you don't know the order. You take out one random card. You put it back. Uh and then you shuffle up oh. the rest of that. Okay. Yeah? Mm. So you get the idea, right? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The idea is not to, not not, to not give to your opponent a mulligan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah, players should not use this penalty to get a free shuffle or to attempt to shuffle away cards they don't want to draw. Doing so may be unsporting conduct cheating. Okay, so that will upgrade and then they'll get you DQ. Players are also not allowed to use this penalty as a stalling mechanism. The deck is already randomized, so shuffling in the reviewed cards should not involve excessive effort. Hmm. Because the, de- the rest of the deck is random anyway, yeah, so you yeah. just put the card in somewhere, it becomes a random part of the deck. Uh, so yeah, that is looking at extra cards. And it happened a lot on the weekend. It happened a lot on, uh, on Tuesday. Actually, it happened a lot when I was judging. Uh, or so-called judging because I was playing as well. Mm-hmm. So like people just looking at extra cards and uh, yeah, I have to this thing. There was there was a point of time where on the stream the guy looked at extra cards and I said it's okay, man. Just because they're new players, it's like okay. So I'm gonna explain what's gonna happen, but because I was watching, I knew exactly what was the top card of the deck. I just put it back on the top card, top of the deck. I'm not gonna shuffle your library. <clears throat> uh, you just continue playing as is. Yeah. Oh, because cool. they're new players. I don't want to penalize them like way too much. But the proper procedure is, once you put the card back on the top of the deck, if you know what the last card was, then you shuffle <coughs> that card away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you knew, if you were watching, so if you are not watching, then you take a random card and you put it on the top of the deck. Mm. All right, so that is our judge call for this week, and uh, that that's really our long judge call. That was well. That was something that you need to explain. Like this yeah, is that's true, that's something true. that I think uh, people try to abuse. This is something that definitely is abusable, mm-hmm. for sure. Because if I thought of ways to do it right, I can get that free shuffle. Mm. But you're not supposed to get a free shuffle, 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 yeah. shuffle. And if you make a mistake, your opponent gets like a free thought seize. Oh, almost. Yeah, uh, pseudo thoughtsies. Yeah, C- can you imagine like you go, uh, let's say like satire wayfinder. Yeah, five cards. Uh, so you're supposed to go four cards, reveal four cards, right? Yeah, and then you reveal five cards, and then in there there's only one land. Oh, so yeah. in competitive Ariel, your opponent gets to look at the five cards, pick out the wo- pick out the best card in there, and then shuffle it back in your deck, 
obviously they're going to take the land, right? Yeah. And then now your satire wayfinder just like got nothing. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Lol. Okay, so Ripple. Ripple, man. Ripple. Ripple man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to end off the episode. You've been listening to the Power Nine Podcast. If you're just listening, you can watch us on YouTube.com. Just put in there Power Nine Podcast. If you like the video, please do share and subscribe uh, because it helps us tremendously. The more you subscribe, the more subscribers we have, then we can just change it to Power Nine Podcast. Doc, uh, sorry, YouTube.com slash Power Nine Podcast, which is yeah. great. Um, but if you're just listening to the episode, that's fine too. You can find us on iTunes. I'm sure you know that uh, you can find us on MTG Cast, and you can definitely find us new episodes every week. Power9Podcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. You can find us on Instagram at power9podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. Nine. Uh, you can find myself at the Asian Judge. You can find Alfian at... Oppressive. Oppressive. Uh, you can also find us streaming Tuesday and Wednesday nights. And uh, right now I'm streaming Final Fantasy fifteen. I'm not talking. I'm just playing the game and streaming. So it's boring. It's boring. It's super boring, but uh, you get to watch the game, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't want to comment because I also want to enjoy the game. Full. Yeah, I, I will start. Anyway, you can find us twitch.tv slash theagentjudge, twitch.tv slash Games. Um, is that all that we used to say? Really not sure. Yeah. All right. For myself and Alfian, we'll be back next week. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao.